We're live. Are we really? <laughs> Welcome. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, man. August Williams and Colin Moen bringing you the Barefoot Comedy Podcast and hello, hello. an ASMR uh, experiment. I'm so sorry. That's gotcha journalism. You can't do that to people. Um, it's gotcha journalism. You can't just be doing that to people. It's gotcha. Yeah, I caught you off guard, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, it's not cool. Yep, we're eating uh, sea snacks. So the packaging is noisy, and so cool. is the snack. <laughs> so is the snack. When you eat it, it's the loud. Watch. Oh, that's awful. That's Ter- me eating. Terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome and thank you to our sponsors, ForMyCard.com. That's the number four, MyCard.com. If you don't have an online business card that... Uh, that is online, then you don't have an online business card. If you just have paper business cards, that means you're just handing out business cards to people. And, um, you know, away. if you hand a paper business card to somebody, they're going to go behind your back and call your family members and uh, figure out which assisted living uh, facility would home? be best for you. <laughs> because it's so archaic. <laughs> just get an online business card. Go to formycard.com, formycard.com, online business card with QR codes. You can pass that through text, through Facebook, through email. Uh, messenger, email, um, all the stuff. Insta, Insta to the Instagram. You could do, um, you could even just point your phone at the other person's phone with the camera on. It just opens it right up. It's ridiculous. So anyway, this is episode number whatever, and this is uh, the regular Barefoot Comedy Show. And uh, we just did a live show. Well, you we, did not. I know. You didn't show I'm up. I'm so sorry. Dude, it was so fun. Have you, oh, we haven't seen each great. other since. Man, you would have loved it, it. I heard it was great. My other co-host from uh, uh, postrollpodcast.com, the other sponsor of this podcast, which is postrollpodcast.com, um, Jimmy Green, mm-hmm. he was there and he did the improv part with us. It's a no-brainer, bro. Mm-hmm. If you got any sort of personality at all, which you do, you have three times the normal personality, <laughs> um, it is super fun. I, I'm there. I'm there on the next one. If you know. Improv auction. That's what I'm referring to. So we did an auction to raise money for LLS, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. On the 25th, we raised $1,000 or a little over that um, for um, LLS, Leukemia Lymphoma Society of Savannah. We did it with Bent Washburn was our headliner. We did the show. Uh, Rabbi Robert Haas showed up. He also was part of it. Yeah, Rabbi. I love the Rabbi. He's so cool. He's great. Right? Uh, And I love his his form of like, like, I guess aggressive comedy is just like well he's a man of god and he gets up there and insults everybody the whole time the best yeah it's really funny because it's like it's very subtle too yeah it's It's not like you know hey you're a jerk you know it's just like uh you know he just uh, lets you think that you wow i am going to hell like i'm just a bad person yeah yeah he's like this yeah i I, i'm a man of god and i've i've come to uh i'm gonna not do it justice but the point is he says wonderful things about what he's doing and that um and then he and he does a lot of what he very much is like volunteering. And he mm-hmm. says, uh, "You people probably don't understand what that is, but what it is is giving up your time." <laughs> it's like that. It's real subtle. So good. <laughs> it's so sarcastic, but uh, he's really funny. Big fan of Rabbi. Yeah, and he has some good stories about being a rabbi because when you're a rabbi and you go to these cross, now there's a lot of like uh, religions that are like, "Hey, bring the rabbi over to the you know you know to this I don't know religious thing we're doing." There's a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of crossover in other words. Oh, okay. So ra- rabbis yeah. are welcome at you know Christian churches and and um, you know who aren't welcome is just normal Catholic priests because like well you know there's been yeah if we could actually just uh, yeah no where do you keep the children no, that's <laughs> yeah, terrible. No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you said Listen, it. Uh, yeah, Sunday, Sunday school. Uh, yeah, no. You could could you stay in the uh, adult area? Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're behind the glass the entire time. That's where they keep the Catholic roosts. <laughs> so call the hands free zone. So uh, yeah, so <laughs> so anyway, the point is um, in the in in the day of that in the day and age now that we are where the, there's a lot of crossover. He'll go in. And he'll uh, minister or whatever, uh, rabbi for, uh, you know, for another congregation. Yeah, he'll go, he'll go rap the word for another congregation. And then, um, and then of course he's, there's these interfaith. That's what I'm thinking of interfaith, um, you know, not conventions, but you know, get togethers and, and the other pastors or ministers will refer to him as a pastor or a minister because they're not familiar with it. Not st- <laughs> and it's hilarious. We don't really recognize rabbi here. So yeah. you're just going to be give him his name. one of us. They give him a name tag and it usually say pastor on it. Pastor. <laughs> I don't think I would believe anybody with the name like Pastor Robert, 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 Robert Haas. Yeah. It's hard to say rabbi in the middle of that. Right. 
Robert so, Rabahau. So the interesting, uh, one of the interesting stories he has, one of my favorite stories is he was, it was a Jamaican uh, guy, uh, preacher, I guess. And uh, I don't know whether, what is, what, what faith, but maybe Pentecostal, something like that. Kind of loud. <laughs> but anyway, oh, but anyway, how many religions can we insult in the first four <laughs> minutes of this podcast? So he goes, uh, he goes, uh, he goes, he mentioned Jesus and the way of the light and, and if, you know, and if, and if you're going to give your life to Jesus, that's the only way. And then he looks and sees the rabbi and thinks, oh, whoops, you know? And so he goes, <laughs> no offense, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of rabbi's stories. It's just a great story. I feel like he wasn't, he probably wasn't taking any offense till he said something. He's like, oh, am I supposed to be offended? This well, is- now you've singled me out, yeah, haven't you? Every- yeah, now it's a little offensive. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't realize it was you were calling me out before. Now yeah. you've said my name. So that can be found. Our schedule for that can be found at barefootcomedy.com slash live. Now, if you don't go slash live, then you'll get all the podcasts. You'll see uh, Argus smiling face on, on some of them. And, and then some of them uh, I'm taping just uh, while I'm on the road. So Argus can't be there or if he skips one um, because of scheduling. But uh, the idea is that you will always see his face. Do my best. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be yeah. at the next show, too. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I had not really scheduled it correctly with him. So he didn't know. So in your defense, (laughs) so he, we had some things to do. What were you doing? You were driving people around Knights of Columbus. Well, yeah, these, these guys are part of the Knights of Columbus and the, uh, what is that? Uh, it's a Catholic organization as far as I know. I don't, so they do, they do. A lot of it is event planning is like very, I know very little to be honest, but as far these guys do like a parade event plan, parade and event planning for, different things like these guys that's a great story <laughs> no keep going I did it's about as far as I know it's, it's really it's, it's a lot of event planning and I'm sure they do the more for like community and stuff and a lot of uh, outreaches and charity events but as far as I know it's a lot of like event planning and parade planning for that thing yeah so these guys walk in the like St. Patrick's Day parade here in Savannah you just had to fulfill your commitment and and so uh so you weren't able to make it, but okay. So here's how the auction improv auction works, dude. It is killer. So I discovered it. We talked about it last time. I think mm-hmm. I discovered it by accident because I had such a small crowd a couple week, a couple uh, shows ago. So it would have been uh, in November. We were raising money and um, for uh, Skidaway Rotary, and it was kind of a light crowd. And I was like, man, trying to survive this thing. And I just started like <laughs> making up stories about the different things we were auctioning. And I was like, okay, this is going to be funny if we do this the right way. Right. So that's what we did. So I did the stand up, and then and then um, we each did the stand up. Bent finished, and I said, all right, everybody, come back out. They came out, and they sat down on these stools, and um, and it was gangbusters. Uh, it, I just immediately started the auction. I was like, oh, item number one, you know, da, 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 da. And they had these little feet that uh, your family made that uh, graphic art. Uh, art. Oh, yeah. Artistic, artistic images, images <laughs> uh, made for us from Graphics for my car.com. That's, that's the sponsorship and the assistance they give us. Uh, so they had this, uh, they had these uh, feet. They were our barefoot uh, logo with numbers on them. So they would hold up their foot. Yeah. And be, I can't see your feet, you know, put your feet up. And, uh, and so they had all these great little lines about it and they would, you know, bid with these feet. So we would just, I would say the thing, what it was, you know, like, let's say it's a copper wine chiller. I said, did you have a favorite one that night? Do you remember them? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the tennis ball shooter? Tennis ball shooter? Was yeah, it was a tennis, tennis, it's called the tennis tutor and it's a tennis ball shooter. Was it just like a dog toy kind of thing? No, no. It's for playing tennis. Oh, like it's it's a, like one of the ones. It's a legit, like big, big, uh, big oh, full oh, on electric. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like thing. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Shoots them and you got to hit them. Got it. So, uh, it's for professional tennis players sure. or yeah. semi-professional learning. And so this tennis tutor thing was going for, I don't know, the value is 500. It was going for like, geez, 35 bucks Woof. or something was the beginning price. It was used, you know, so it was, I don't know, value 200 or hundred and something. Anyway, it's, it's, uh, I just said what it was. And then, so what I do is say what it was. And then, I, and then as soon as I say what it is and the value and the minimum bid, then I would turn to the panel of miscreants, Your counsel. comedian, <laughs> uh, comedian. It was comedian, comedian, um, jujitsu brown belt and, uh, rapper. Um, so <laughs> in this case, and then one case, next case will be actor, uh, cause you'll be there. So as, uh, as I, as I finish what I say, what I'm saying about the, the thing, then I turn to one of them and one of them has to pipe in and say little known fact about this item. And then they just <laughs> say whatever they want. Oh dude. And it was gangbusters. Cause we chime in with each other. Oh, it was so fun. It's probably a great time. I'm, yeah. I'm really sad. I missed, it. I did, I did get to watch some of it and I was, I was cracking up. I thought it was great. Yeah. The, uh, my, my favorite one was, uh, um, uh, my favorite one was the, the, as far as improv goes, yeah. 
uh, was the little line about the tennis tutor. Was mm-hmm. I said uh, I said little known fact about this item. Uh, the mayor of Tybee used to have this in his front lawn, and he would shoot tourists as they went by <laughs> with tennis balls. <laughs> and because it's an on Tybee, there's a lot of locals. They sure. would ah, they cheered. <laughs> They're it's not, not anti-tourist, yeah. but it's definitely fun to get yours back. A which little. is which is terrible because like it's a tourist island. Oh, <laughs> so for sure, like, yeah. But it's you know whatever. It's, it's Alcoholics right. unanimous. It, it's facts, man. It's all there. So, um, anyway, so that was really fun, and you got to come out to those live shows. Just go to barefootcomedy.com/live, and you can get the whole thing. And then um, today we're going to talk a little bit about nutrition. By the oh, way, okay. yeah, because we're eating these little sea snacks, and it's it's got me thinking. Okay, I'm on for it. I am also on my final day of raw. Oh yeah. This is my last day. You, you've been doing this for how long now? Uh, since the beginning of the year. So what okay, I do so was for years. eight years, I've been doing, what I do is, uh, f- the first month of the year mm-hmm. is raw, just raw macrobiotic. No, nothing. Just, right. okay. So I'm, I cheat a little every once, maybe once or twice in that month, I'll have sushi. Okay. But sashimi only. Yeah. So that's still, it's raw, raw but it's meat. Yeah. It's well, fish. Yeah. Well, it's fish, so I think it's kind of meat. But anyway, regardless, um, mostly, so it's all, it's mostly like vegetables and seeds and nuts and macrobiotic stuff, you know? You need and more in your life. You need more peanut butter. Nuts in your life. What's that? You need a lot of nuts in your life. I, I, like, I like a lot of nuts. <laughs> I like a lot of nuts. Oh, boy. What's this? Oh, hang on one second. We have to pause and answer. <laughs> that was an important phone call. I received an important phone call. Did you? In the middle of our story. I don't know what our story was. Do you remember what no. we were talking about? No, I, uh, it was nutrition. It was a re- ah, yes. Raw. So yeah. every every year okay. for one month, I'm raw. And then it's it's vegan for the for another eight Frozen. months. What's that? One month, I'm raw. That's just, that's, anyway. For one month, I'm just raw. Just raw. <laughs> it hurts. It, it hurts. Oh. So, <laughs> just so raw. No, it's, uh, yeah, raw macrobiotic, if sure. you know what that is, like living nutrients, nothing cooked over 180 degrees. And it really does affect your brain and your whole life, man, I think. I don't, I don't think so, because I eat that stuff all the time, and I I speak goodly, and my brain works great. My brain works good. So, yeah, then um, then vegan for eight months, and then October 1st, I go vegetarian for one month, and then pescatarian, so I add in fish and other things, and seafood, and then on Thanksgiving Day... Meat month begins, and it's like Meat Thanksgiving month. to New Year's. It's on, dude. Sugar, alcohol, the whole deal. Wow, this, that's a really dangerous time to do all that, too. Oh, it's the best I mean, time. I get why you do it. It's the best time. Those are the holidays, and that's that's the time to do it, and everyone yeah. else is doing it. But, like, man, that's, I feel like your body's like, what's going on? What happened? Yeah, people are always asking me, like, well, doesn't your body have to adapt, and how come it doesn't adapt? And, and I'm like, well, it does. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It doesn't even. It, I don't. What do you, yeah. yes. <laughs> you adapt and you're like changing it, but your body's supposed to adapt to different things all the time. I mean, that's how we're, we're nomadic. Ultimately at our core, I believe we have developed to be nomadic, uh, hunter gatherers. Our bodies are still kind of set up for that. They're not really, there's always that argument, s- suburban that? digestive systems yet. That, I think it's like a, a vegan argument where it's like, uh, they found studies at, uh, uh, cavemen where, where, Mostly oh, yeah. like gatherers, like they, yeah. when they they would eat meat when they could, but right, it was right. mostly gatherers. mostly just yeah, because it's nuts, a seeds, lot of work kale. To take down. They were basically eating at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. That's why, yeah, it just wasn't as pricey. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, or, or but they it. smelled similar to oh, the people no. who shop at Health at, oh, at no. Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of patchouli in the cave. Let's put it that way. <laughs> And also they were, uh, they were manscaped similarly as well. Yeah. Their hygiene was, was very similar. Amazon? Yeah. Women with, uh, with the women of the cave area also had the same armpit hair that the Whole Foods <laughs> oh, no. women do. <laughs> so, wait, Whole Foods is owned by Amazon. I didn't know that. It is I, now. I found that recently. Yeah. So now it's a different hygiene scene. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot come in here unless you smell like patchouli. patchouli. It just has to be patchouli. Normal. Yeah. yeah patchouli. I do want to ask, do you remember? What you wanted this? What what you wanted us to talk about from our last podcast? Oh no! Did you think about it? Did never, you find out? Do you remember? No, I remember what it is. I didn't do anything wrong research wise. What was it? <laughs> Did we, we talked about it? I know. I just think it's funny. You just genuinely. I genuinely have no idea. Remember. Never even thought about it again after I told you I was going to think about and, it. And then you were so so sure. You brought it up like two more times. Yeah. Like we're going to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Deloreans. Deloreans. <laughs> Dude, let me look that up right now. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> Let's do a, deep, a quick deep dive on DeLorean. A quick deep dive. When was it developed even? I don't know. Okay, let's like I said, I didn't right do well, it. Well, we're going to write this down, and then the next one we're going to talk about DeLorean. No, we aren't. No. Okay, well, let's it's talk about Next time we'll talk about topic. one-off cars. Isn't that trippy? 
One of, yeah, it's yeah there's like the Hudson or the, yeah, the Hudson, Hudson right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there was like, uh, there's been some cars like that that were, that were really unique. And then there's just like a guy wanting to make a car. He's like, I'm going to make my own car. Company. Well, Tesla. Yeah, but that one, Tesla's, I it's mean, got a bunch of money. Tesla's not and really it's a different thing. Planning the only, yeah, he, I mean, you move from PayPal to making your own cars. It's not exactly that hard. Yeah, plus it's also the, he's making rockets too. Yeah, he's yeah. also sending people to space. Have That's a seen, subdivision, the car part. <laughs> have you seen the, um, um, what is it, their SUV or the truck? No, it's the truck. Have you seen the truck? Yes. It is. It's I, gross. I don't, I don't you mind You liked it. it? I don't mind it. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Are you a Transformer kid? <laughs> I, yeah. You were a Transformer kid. But it kid. also reminds me of, a, there's a, a game called Halo. It reminds me of like- Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you like just came up, uh, you came up with uh, the wrong games. But uh, I mean, what were the right games? Now? The wrong games. games and toys. What were the right games and toys? Well, no, I mean, to have a good looking car. So like <laughs> <laughs> they market directly to the people who came up with Transformers and Have what, you seen what that thing can Halo. do though? It can yeah. like hold the whole four wheel in the back. It's got a ramp that goes to the ground. It's, it's pretty amazing. It's wicked. But and don't throw a rock at the window. Yeah, apparently that was like a whole thing. He played <laughs> I thought was, he played it off. He did really, really well. well. Oh, he's I mean, chill. He doesn't care. And at the same time, you know, it's that was just their prototype. It wasn't like right, that, exactly. this isn't the car people yeah. were getting. So I don't know. I thought he did a good job, but I think it's funny that they really didn't funny. check to see if it had the yeah. bulletproof glass before they <laughs> threw a rock at it. Like, oh, this is the normal glass one. This isn't the upgrade right. kit. Check the other window. He does it again. <laughs> no, that's probably not the right glass. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was cool. It's like they're in the R and D room. That guy's so chill. Yeah, he's, I don't know. Yeah, he didn't care. But he apparently is. He's like, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't say. But I don't know why I think he'd hear this. But apparently yeah. he's like, he's kind of a weirdo. Is like, he kind of a weirdo? Do you think yeah, he's like, gonna get mad at us? Like, no. He always <laughs> reminds me. He cares what we think. He, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was gonna make another rocket, but Colin and August said I'm a weirdo. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want him to think I'm weirder. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stop at this rocket thing. He just apparently he just reminds me of a Bond villain. You know what I mean? Like he, oh, totally. He creates cars and sells flamethrowers and makes rockets. Like this guy <laughs> is a Bond villain. I wonder if you grew up with. Where's he from? I don't. I don't actually know. He's from Dutch. Is he? Is he? <laughs> I no, don't he's know American. Where he's, I think. From. he's not American. Is he really not? No, I he's like Swedish or something. Don't know. I don't know. Oh man, how do we not know this? <laughs> this is so dumb. Because we know have, like approximate knowledge of everything. We have general. We're Twitter basically. We just know the only the skimming headline bits of everything. Uh, where's he from? He's from. Uh, it's, it's right here. It's right next um, to the his. Uh, yeah, next to. you know, of course. On the next. Where to. are my glasses? Oh, they're there. Uh, of course, he's. Uh, you know, his it's middle name is Reeve. Of course, he's an engineer. As everyone knows. And a technological uh, entrepreneur. He's just course. reading the bio. Oh, South Africa. That's why he's got that weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> South Africa, where all the geniuses come from. Uh, yeah. Honestly, where a lot of supervillains come from. I mean, feels like you know what I mean. It's uh -huh. He's basically he's just a Bond villain. Little known fact, he also built um, the prison that they put um, uh, the Hulk in. The Hulk in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Nelson Mandela, the the one that they put he him on. He built that. He built that, yeah, by hand. Actually, with his father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they both. I doubt yeah. that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's little known fact. Little, it's yeah, it's very, not even here. No, it's, it's not so, even on this. So little reading. known. It's only verbally passed down. It's, yeah, it's passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, sure, but yeah. Sure. In a pre he, he's actually 90, but he has, he's nine years old, but he has a, um, uh, he has a uh, product that he's created and uses for just himself to stay younger. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like so he and his father back in the early 1900s made that. 1900s. Mm -hmm. made, that made that prison. It's been around since the 1900s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They used. didn't even, you know, well, they were using it for animals right, for yeah, a while yeah. just because, uh, so slaughtering them for their ivory wasn't mean enough. They also like to imprison them sometimes <laughs> down there. And so that's what they did. And then, and then they started imprisoning people for the, uh, you know, the, um, uh, what's the racist thing? You can actually. Apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> What's the racist thing? <laughs> Which racist thing? But you know what I mean. Um, so yeah. So they put Nelson in there. Have you seen? That was his big claim to fame. You can get paid to to take out poachers. You can. Yeah. So you, you can hunt poachers. You can hunt poachers. You know, like, can you can you take an Insta yep. shot of it there's, and then hold them up? There's a there's a lady I saw. Are you serious? I am not kidding. This she's ex military and her whole job is to hunt a poachers down. No way. So, How was this not our deep dive? So wicked. I don't Why know. Why would you hear about that and then not write that down and be like, we're gonna talk about this? <laughs> I don't know. That, that <laughs> is crazy. There's a part of the generation that just like sees it goes neat and moves on. Could you imagine if like PETA came out against that because they're like, it's not no, right PETA's what they're doing for to that. these poachers? Oh. 
no, Peter's so for that. Yeah, he but said, eventually Peter, they'll Peter get themselves. Hates people. They'll switch. Peter, Peter hates people. Yeah, I understand, but eventually they'll be like they'll, the 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 uh, empathy will overgrow. No, I don't think so. Itself, and then they'll it'll eat it'll eat the anger from the other thing, and then it'll consume the act, the and then it'll same, end up the same people. They'll that, come out against <laughs> the same people that that yelled at uh, people for like celebrating Steve Irwin's birthday are probably not going to defend humans. Yeah. Did you see that when that happened? No, what? Steve Irwin, the crocodile He's dead. Right. People were celebrating his birthday when he came around. Why? Well, because he was a big part of a lot of, like, he was in my childhood. I watched a lot of crocodiles. He was a conservationist. Yeah, and he he saved a lot of animals, and he's got huge plots of land that are just strictly reservation. He was and is a true conservationist. Yeah, but when, when people were celebrating his birthday, they're like, you shouldn't celebrate this guy. He would go around annoying and aggravating animals and like it was, it was bad. Is that true? Yeah. It was like, and PETA said that? Yeah. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. The organized group PETA came out against him. Did they have ideological differences against him or was this just individuals? It was on Twitter. The the verified Twitter account for PETA would say, was saying like, you shouldn't celebrate this guy's birthday. So they had ideological differences with how he approached conservation. Which makes no sense. Well, they could have had finer point problems. No, he saved so many animals. Yeah, but he tickled a lot of crocodiles and they don't like that shit. His kids and and his wife have saved, I think it was something crazy. Crazy number, like but there's a lot 000. of tickling, and that's not natural. No, what? It's weird. It wasn't. Yeah, it, he's well, like the Catholic priest of conservation. <laughs> 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 yeah, but what? Like, what is? What, We're gonna look back on this. It was. As but, a, it was his whole point was like to show you like where these animals live, how they live, and like you know, it was, it was, it was to just because it held attention more. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was something he did anyway. Like the, if you have to check a crocodile for it's, it's sick or something, you still got to get it down and like check it and make sure it's okay. No, it was was it was just something to show kids, and was it held the kids' attention? It made it important to them. Yeah, you're giving me a really weird look right now. No, no, I'm just thinking. <laughs> no, no, I was just thinking. Is it, do I look weird right now? Yeah, you're giving me yeah, a look. Yeah. Like, Is that cat almost caught just on fire agree. just now? Yeah, it's a hundred percent don't agree. With no, no, I agree. I, I like, I like what he does. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was cool. but, but I also see that uh, a group like Peter that's so refined about what they do and don't like Peter, could it, have a difference. Did you not of see, opinion of how they do things with like him? Years ago, when they came out, or, or when a uh, study came out, they kill like ninety percent of the animals they quote unquote rescue. What? Yes. You know, my sister made me do a no-kill rescue with a dog once. Peter's a terrible organization. And I was like, I honestly did not know that they were allowed to kill dogs at other rescues. Yeah. So she she said to me, you got to go to a no-kill rescue. So this is back in like the 80s or something. Mm -hmm. In the late 80s, early 90s, I was getting a dog. And she's like, you got to go to a no-kill rescue. It was a new thing then. (laughs) Yeah, no-kill. And I'm like, (laughs) no. what do you mean no-kill? What are you even talking about? It's a rescue. And she goes, no, no, no. There's only certain ones that don't kill them. And I was like, so they're just killing, they're rescuing things yes. and then killing them. Yep. So they, Peter would, I even wrote a joke about it that they were murdering kidnappers. Like, yeah. That just makes you a murdering kidnapper. Yes. That's that happened. They were, there was a, there was a moment where Peter was, was stealing dogs off people's porches and then rescuing them, quote unquote. Why? And then killing them. What is that about? It could be, I don't know, man. This sounds like anti-PETA pro- propaganda. They're nuts. They're nuts. Uh, PETA's dude. crazy. No, Peter, uh, nuh-uh. I know there's I people that disagree. are crazy in the PETA group, but I think their basic ideological bent is one way, and it means one thing, and they have a certain criteria for how they... When we're getting into conservation, we're talking about this about these guys and how they interact with like uh, the Irwin family and what mm-hmm. they do. My guess is there's one sticking point. We don't know what it is because we don't. We weren't in the room, but they Maybe. do something different, and Maybe. they probably hate the Irwins because <laughs> of it, and so they come out against them on Twitter. That's ridiculous. I don't admit. I just, just, Isn't it all shades of good though? I, in in some way, I want it to be, but I am a pessimist in a way. So. Oh, really? That's probably do you own probably a spotted gonna, owl. Do I own a spotted do you owl? You own a spotted owl. You I have, have one several in your... spotted owls. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who's the super villain now? He's got <laughs> spotted <laughs> owls. Just owning spotted. Elon Musk has a full room of spotted owls. <laughs> It's a ballroom. It's just out down the hallway from his suite in his hotel. It's next so to his falcon room. Yeah, he has a falcon room for falconing, <laughs> and then a spotted owl room for spotted owling. Yeah, I like, I like a good spotted owling. Yeah, I don't hunt, so I don't really. I'm I really am uninvested in any of this argument. Like yeah. people always get in on it, and they're but I don't hunt. I w- I would love to hunt. I, I, I my brothers all hunt, and I'm not against it. And I've I, yeah, have, I think it, I think you're gonna eat it. That's you know. You're using it. Yeah. 
not just like if you're hunting for trophies, that's where I get kind of weird. But I just don't hunt because of it's just not I'm busy and I I don't I mean if I hunted around here it would be children or squirrels. Those are the only <laughs> things in our yard. Thankfully so, you don't. Yeah, I don't live in a place where it's easy to hunt, so I don't do it. It's like other things I want to do, I don't do. It's that's not right. like I'm dying to go hunt, but if I if I I would love to have a uh you know a freezer in the in the garage that's full of meat that I got. Sure. That's fine. I would like that. But um Speaking of animals, have you seen, have you, have you kept up with Australia at all? Like what happened to them? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, they were on fire. That was like a thing. That was a huge, yeah, yeah, so yeah the fire, were, right? How could I miss that? They yeah. were on fire and then it, it for whatever reason, it dumped rain on them, like oh, biblical right. levels Okay, of so rain. I knew about that, but I didn't hear the update. Was it a lot of landslides and stuff? Oh, they flooded. They're, they're having huge problems oh, with no. water now. Oh my gosh. And this is what know, happened to California. Do you know what the water decided to drive out of the ground? What? Extremely deadly spiders. No way. <laughs> oh my God. And this is terrible. One more thing to tack on to Australia. Is Elon just, Musk moved there. <laughs> no. <laughs> the coronavirus has now been confirmed in Australia. Shut up. I'm not kidding. They are getting beaten down. Oh my God. It's Fire flooding. <laughs> spiders. Deadly spiders and uh, coronavirus. And coronavirus. It's just, they're getting the crap yeah. knocked out of them, man. I've, I have a very terrible sense of humor, so it's hard for me to not oh, laugh right. a little bit about oh how gosh. like they're it's just terrible. It's yeah, it's awful, and I do feel bad in a way. But like, it's just it's also a little funny because like it's it's fun. It, here's here's back why to back wrong. when when humanity over over extends itself and mm-hmm. then the earth kind of shrugs it off in a spot individually. It's very sad. And we want to come out and say, geez, you know, I feel yeah, bad. I mean, oh my gosh. And help and feel, and, and feel empathy for these people. And is there anything we can do? Right. But globally speaking, <laughs> we got to come and dude, we got to come. We all got to come. I mean, the shit we pull with the planet and then, uh, you know, it just feels like when something happens, you go, yeah, well, that's that. I guess that's what <laughs> we live in America. So we're lucky when those c- catastrophes hit, we got, you know, a, a neighboring county that's going to send bulldozers and save our ass. All we have to worry about is appendixes. <clears throat> dude. Appendicide. Yeah. Appendicide. <laughs> Do you have the coronavirus yet? I don't know. I'm, uh, I was thinking about picking up. Working on it. Yeah. You know, you want to hear something terrible. Somebody said to me today, sure. He said, uh, Kung flu. (laughs) I don't think that's funny. I say as I chuckle at it, but (laughs) it's not funny. Well, here's the thing. A a couple hundred people have died. Right. Yeah. That's what I hear. Okay. I'm nervous about it because that's China. Right. And there's a lot of them. No, no. Also like they say a couple hundred. What does that mean? Uh, Oh, see. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, oh, well, apparently so, they were arresting people for like the first uh, few days. I don't, I don't, I'm going to say days because I'm not sure how long it was, but for first few days when people were talking about it online, they would just shut them, turn off their internet and arrest them. Oh my gosh. They were trying to keep it, it quiet, right? Yeah. And then, and then people, but Chinese people typically walk around with those masks on to be safe, well, right? The, well, no, the air there is just terrible anyway. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, I thought it was to keep germs. No, bad, what? bad pollution. Because sometimes you'll see them in like. Phoenix, some and they the, have it on, and you're like, this for is some, Phoenix. For for some of it, it is that like it, it's also a germ thing, germs, but yeah. the air there is not so great yeah. in general. Well, I think uh, it's a tonal language, so you don't need as much air to speak it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we have is that we, accurate? All we've done is insult religion. <laughs> I knocked Australia, Ang- made fun of Elon Musk. Oh my God. And, and the, and the coronavirus. Jeez. <laughs> we're not it's terrible. Oh, I think we're just we in a bad pretty, mood today. I guess. We're, I guess <laughs> <laughs> we just decided everybody's against us. I don't know. How many enemies can we make today? We've been, well, we've picked big targets. So if we, we were supposed to be talking about nutrition. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas I guess if you're a Catholic priest, uh, oh, you know, no. hey, hey, no. you know, no. <laughs> anyway. All right. So listen, uh, let's go further into this deep dive on nutrition. So okay, here's what so. I've been eating. Guacamole with I, here's what I, I recommend to all of you out there. If you want to be healthy, take a uh, romaine heart and take the leaves off of it and, and get guacamole and dip that in guacamole and though. eat it. Well, yeah, clean it then. Yeah, yeah clean it for sure. Well, I think I'm so clean. <clears throat> yeah, and and uh, and then dip that into guacamole and eat it. It is very good. It's mm, good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then peanut butter, celery. That's a thing. Isn't you're, you're getting mostly of it, the nutrition out of the guacamole? Why? Why? Why do you do this? Sea snacks. You're getting most of the nutrition out of the guacamole, right? Because I, I assume I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm guessing mostly if, if romaine even has a lot of nutritional value, or if it's like. 
just it's like celery where it's you don't like think just lettuce mostly, has, mostly oh water. because it's not as green as like spinach i'm asking i'm more than i'm telling you yeah it's good no it's pretty good i mean yeah. it's got phytonutrients in it it's like lettuce i don't know what phytonutrients are i don't my, my nutrition is is just eat when hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My nutrition. You still have kid kid, kid diet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't eat I th- terrible, I, but I, I, I um, eat when hungry. I tempt you to do things for me with snacks. That was funny <laughs> today when I was like, hey, will you run over and grab this one thing for me? And I'll give you snacks. And you're like, okay, snacks. <laughs> and then you show up and I, we pick out what snacks you I get. I miss the days of nap time and juice boxes. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I can and someone says snacks, I'm like, yeah, that yeah, sounds nice. Snacks. <laughs> Yeah. Especially on film sets, There's snacks are insane. Dude, like, craft service isn't that brutal? Fruit snacks are. Oh my are gosh! Like, right. like cracked everybody there. It's just fruit snack. People stuff like their pockets. I used to full. extra on all kinds of stuff. I was on just shoot me. We talked about this before. I was on just shoot me. I was, sure. in the, I was in the bullpen on just shoot me for a long time, like a couple years. I'm not sure what just shoot me is. Oh, it's a, it was a TV show from when you from when you were uh, in in your papa's nutsack. I think. <laughs> That's how they put it. So uh it wasn't even in the move. Yeah, you might have caught it. I didn't quite. You might have caught it, but it would have been hard to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was always in the uh, making coffee in the bullpen in the background. It was a, a David Spade TV show. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I don't know. David Spade, you know who that is? I know who da- I oh, met okay. David Spade. Oh, okay. That'd be funny if you're like, nah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, wait a second, I met him. No. no. <laughs> yeah, he's an actor, obviously, but uh he, he had a regular show on um some TV network. Anyway. Uh, I was Let's make an enemy out of him too. I don't like David Spade. Yeah, he's little, isn't he? <laughs> kind of too small. Something's wrong with that. What's going on? How many? I just what's, want to see who what's I'm... going on there. Size of that guy. Who's <laughs> friends with Chris Farley, the funny one of the two. Oh no! Oh no! I thought no. But the, the, um, he's definitely the straight man of the group of the uh, whenever he's doing the, of thing. Like the Adam Sandler. Have you seen? Oh, have you seen Uncut Gems? No, I've heard it's phenomenal. Oh, so it's many. a gambling movie, right? Yes. Yeah, so you have well, a, you have a gambling issue? Uh, could you? You're only in your twenties. No, my really only establish what your issues it's are. Not, yet. It's not an issue as long as I'm up. So no, I don't have a gambling issue. <laughs> Actually, the, <laughs> the truth is they say the truth is they say that you get addicted to Losing. the yes. Yeah. you heard of that? Mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. it's it's because it's. It, it's it's like anything else where you can't have like you can't have good days without being able to compare them to bad days. Where you don't feel good if you win if you don't lose a lot. Yeah. So you need like the idea is you lo- if you lose a lot and then you win big it feels so much better. Yeah. But I I don't it doesn't it's never bothered me. No, you no. Do, you can just take it or leave it kind yeah. of. Yeah. No, I'm not much much. What's your gambling. addiction? My addiction, um, acting. It, it, it sounds stupid, but acting is truthfully an addiction. Like I constantly, it drives me. I just love to help people. No, it's it's not, <laughs> it's not like it's not even really. It's selfish. It's very selfish. I just yeah, it is. it's 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 all about like I, just, I don't know what it is. I can't quite describe it. It's not being on camera or anything, but it is just the form of acting. Where if I'm not doing it for a couple days in a row or something like that, it, I start to go stir crazy so fast. Or I'm like, I just need to be on, on a set. Just yeah. to be around the people that do this job. You want it so bad that it's in your DNA. There's a quote that I, I really, really love from, uh, I might have said this before, I don't know, from Michael Caine. Okay. Nobody and, listens twice, <laughs> so it's perfect. Nobody listens, period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely not twice. Not I didn't say yeah, that, they, that they listen once. I just said they don't listen twice. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't get, they don't get to the second because they haven't gotten to the first. Oh. <laughs> no, Michael Caine, he has a quote. Go on. I have to eat these at some point. I know. <laughs> it's always some of it. Um, it it's, uh, it's, if you want to act as long as it doesn't get, uh, as long as it doesn't uh, get in the way of your golf game or your politics or um, something else, you don't really want to act. Acting is more than a full-time job. It's more than a, or it's more than a part-time job. It's more than a full-time job. It's a full-time That's obsession. a really long quote. Should I take a nap in between? Like, should we take a break from it and uh, then come back to it? Yeah, we'll just do it. Post dinner. Yeah. So before dinner, we did the first half of the quote. <laughs> it is now, it is now 2021. How do you memorize a 17 paragraph quote? <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the quotes about acting are so long. Yeah, the act, a lot of them are short, but I really like that one because it just proves a point. Like it is, it's, it's a full-time session. It's something you really have because with, with any, any job in film, you can't just like it. Like it's nice for some people, the money is nice and whatnot, but you have to like, you have to, you have to love it a, a little bit because it just, it weeds you out so fast. It is brutal to yeah. work these hours and do some of these jobs and get up as early and not sleep and all these things that add up and just, just, you have to like, you have to like the job. Comedy and jujitsu are exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be an obsession. If they're not, then 
your hobbyist comedy for comedy for sure. Like if you want to be good. At, I can only imagine being good at comedy. Oh, it's you gotta be in the practice, grind. You gotta be practice. in, you gotta grind on it so hard that it's gotta be everything you want yeah. for a period of time. At least I wanted to ask what, what, um, like what were some good motivators for you when you first, like while you were like finding your way in comedy? What were some what? What were like, what were things that like helped you along that you were like, ah, when you like looking, even if it was just looking back now, you're like, I oh, mean, I'm really glad I met that milestones. person. I read that book or whatever. Just it milestones. Was. Yeah. Just milestones. So like trying to get to the, it was, um, I guess I'm competitive or something, but it was just getting to the next thing. Really? That yeah. Sense. Yeah. It was just like, um, okay. Well, let me phrase it to you this way. If you had to give advice for someone, maybe even like, like younger you when he was getting started, if you had to tell Aww, him something, little me, yeah, you had to tell like, just starting your comedy career. I like little you, me, <laughs> little old me was so cute. If you'd have met little old me, <laughs> well, you are little old you now. I'm still little old now. I'm little old me. That's <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, you're not little old. You're little old. Little old. <laughs> so part of the date. But if you had to like, um, not phrasing. But if you had, if you had to give advice to yourself back then, like, or you explain right. to someone just starting comedy. You tell them, well, you know, you should check out this book. Or get like, and stay help. organized. Stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. That's what I would have said to me. Get and stay organized and get ahead of the curve. Like, look for the next thing. How, yeah. How did because you know? I came in right at the dude. When I started comedy, mm-hmm. it was in its infancy. I had no idea, but it truly had been in a 30 year infancy. Really? And, uh, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. And it, well, not 30 year, maybe, uh, yeah, 70. So, so late 70s when they kind of started trying to figure it out. 80s was the clubs. 90s, tail end of the 90s, I came in. Okay. 98, 99, 2000. So, uh, so we're looking at 20 something years, but that was an infancy. That was the beginning of, and we're the only country. This is the country where you have stand up comedy. Right. Um, everywhere else is kind of like a mirror of what we're doing. Right. Or whatever it was where it was born. Yeah. Anyway. So that being said, uh, it hadn't really been revolutionized in the way that we promote our comedians and organize how we so you see them got and look the, for them. A great time. I can, well, if playground. I'd have been smart, uh-huh. yeah. If I'd have had, if I'd have been the, one of the first guys with a my MySpace page, or <laughs> then a Facebook page, or if I'd have learned how to Facebook market, or if I would have grabbed onto the XM Serious Radio earlier and got in and, well. but all these things, I I had I had the doors open sure. to me. And actually acting, I had doors opened to me, mm-hmm. but I was afraid of failure. So I did uh-huh. not look to the uh, look ahead of the curve because I just figured, oh, I'm, you know, I was, I was hesitant. Right. I was, I was scared. Somebody was going to tell me I didn't belong. Was I had it imposter's failure? complex. Was it failure or mm-hmm. was, yeah, it, was fear it, of failure. it fear of success where it's like, if I get there, how do I, how do I know to do? You weren't scared of that? I, I don't think I had a legitimate fear of success. I had a fear of failure. Okay. I knew I could succeed. That ah. was the scary part. Okay. So, so it was, I, it was straight. I was afraid failure. of failing. Because if I failed, then I would, I oh man, you ever failed something and think, but I shouldn't have. Yeah. I and did then it that right. regret and that anger and that frustration, I've had that happen in my life. And so uh, with athletics and different things and also not having uh, adult support, um, some sort of guidance, you know, I, I didn't have anybody telling me like, these are natural things and this is how you, you know, how you think about these things and, and what you have to do is blah, blah, blah. And then here's the life skills you need to be able to organize yourself correctly to do these things and be proactive. Well, if you got so, in that early, it's hard to have a mentor at that time, I imagine. Well, no, I just mean a fucking parent. Oh, anybody. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Sorry. So my, my point being that had I had a little bit more guidance, I might have been more organized and been able to do those things uh, like I do now more, which even then I have these kind of, I ha- you know, like uh, they, they say in a fight, I can relate to this in a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get rocked or something happens to you in jujitsu, I know this, if something, if you've in a scramble, you're in a scramble, you kind of go to what you know. Um, so in a fight, if you get hit in the face, suddenly you just become a wrestler. If that was your background, but you may know years and years and years of all this other stuff, kickboxing and clench work and all this, but you really just go back to being a primitive muscle instinct. Like, yeah, for a split second or maybe even longer. And, um, and so in life, I think that's true too, where if you are in over your head or overwhelmed, you go back to kind of what you know and what I, what I'm used to, my reaction base is just action, no organization, just flat action. So I fail a lot because of that now, because I know what to do Mm -hmm. and then I'll sit down and I'll get overwhelmed or something will happen. And then I just act, I just go and do something. I'll go, I'll go outside and fix something. I'll do something that's on my list, but it's out of order. Uh, It's not organized. It's not, I'm not doing what I should be doing. You need to feel the accomplishment of something done. I just am not like back back. When I get in that overwhelmed position, I don't backtrack and say, Nope, go back to one now reorganize. Now what should you be doing? 
prioritize correctly. I don't do those things like I should have because that wasn't ingrained in me. What is ingrained Mm -hmm. in me is when you feel overwhelmed or like you're failing or something's wrong, you do. Yeah, just start taking that was down. because that's how I won. I kind of get that. Well, that's how I succeeded in my life because sure. I had no guidance. So I would just viciously go at things and just do them until I won. And so if I have a fence to build out here, which I do, and I have other things I got to do around the yard or whatever, and my work, my my paperwork and my you know tech work and all these things I got to do to keep my life going or moving forward, if it gets overwhelming and I don't know where to start with it, sometimes I just find myself in the yard working on a fence. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well this is out of order. That. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah, it's like I black out and just start doing construction so <laughs> that's bad I, well i don't know well, that's bad you think so absolutely that's I, bad maybe i maybe no because I, you have priorities in your life sure and if you if you prioritize your time management um correctly then you will be more successful and if you if you if you uh get overwhelmed and you and that causes you to not prioritize your time management correctly well then you're going to be less successful so that's so when I'm you say at. stay ahead of the curve for for comedy i just mean technology now like okay. how do you promote yourself how do you get how do you get uh how do you get work how do you um get exposure okay uh how do you keep those things how do you you know how do you balance it all and how do you move how do you also what are you doing now that's going to pay off and it could be from gaining an agent in a certain arena, whether it's like, I want to work colleges or I want to work cruise ships or I sure. want to work. How do you, when and how do you do those things? Yeah. How do you get them? What do you, yeah. What do you, you get the yeah. right one? How do you find out how to do those things? Sure. And how do you find out when to do those things? I could tell you the order. I'm mm-hmm. a guy that could tell you the order because it makes sense. The order that I, that I happened and stumbled into, but I didn't do it early enough. I could have done it much earlier. Okay. And so I spend a lot of time just sort of like spinning my wheels. Cause as far as acting goes, it's, it's, we're, we're very baby steps. Like don't get me wrong. there's people, there's plenty of like success stories where, you know, they saw, I think it was, uh, Emma Watson was on, no, was it Emma Watson or I can't remember, but it was, just, you know, they find people on the street and they're like, Hey, do you want to audition for this? And they end up killing it and doing amazing things. Or like, uh, one of the James Bond actors stumbled into it. He never acted before. There's a lot of like crazy, crazy success stories. Matthew McConaughey was an extra kind of thing where yeah. like, those are great and those happen, but they're so, Terry Crews. Yeah. Well, n- no. See, Terry Crews was not an accident. His was fully intentional. His was hard work. He was on training day and he got on not paid at all. He did not. He was not being paid, but he did everything that was the most scut work. So it was far as it goes, there's usually... Yeah, but he was an extra. He was a PA. The, before that. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be behind the scenes and his friends told him. This is yeah. what I heard him say in an interview. Okay. His friends told him, go act, go act or whatever. And then he, he, uh, he's only... He, like the, His first two auditions, he got... What I was... what I Yeah, well, that's what I was referring to. Is just that he just went in and did it and then got it. Oh, it I mean... Yeah. yeah but he, his wasn't an accident, though. It right, was right. like full I see what you mean. Yeah, like where... Um, his like for a training day, they had him jumping up on top of roofs, clearing pigeons. And then when they finally got to the scene where, um, uh, Denzel Washington's character is getting like surrounded by the, the, the whole neighborhood and they needed, they're like, we need a guy that's like over six foot and jacked as hell. And there's Terry Crews standing there waiting for him to do something else. Like as a PA, he's not working on cast. Like right, get in, take your shirt off and get it in there. And that's exactly what he did. He hopped yeah. on training day. But, um, so there's a lot of success stories, but for for mostly for the large majority of actors, it's tiny baby steps, just yeah. little things that are getting and then setbacks and rejection, Ton- and well, setbacks and rejection, and rejection, setbacks. rejection. Like that's that's, that's so that's so normal that it's like almost not even considered like a detractor because yeah. you have you going in, you got to know what's happening. That's just going to be your life. You're yeah, going you're to be rejected. rejected more than not constantly. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, at least for me, I should say that for me, that's such a right. That's what I meant. You are going to be rejected more than <laughs> just it's solely. Yeah, I don't have not to. not the industry. Just for me, you. It's not the rejection. It's not the no. It's the nothing. That's what bothers. That me. sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, because you, you have no. Yeah, you never hear anything, and then you know months go by, and you're like, oh, it's already, you know, it's it's already being filmed right now. So I, I guess I didn't get that. <laughs> you have to keep yeah. moving on. If I got told no, I'd be a little bit happier. I'd be like, all right, well, move on to the next thing with more vigor. Like, yeah, you know, more. No, your chin is like uh, pointy. So no. And be like, okay, cool. I can shave well, I, that off. Like I can. <laughs> bone shave my chin. Yeah, I can bone shave. <laughs> I can do some bone shaving. No, but you at least like, have a solution. Even if they, they didn't have to tell me a reason, but just a no would be fine. Like just no, get out. No, thanks. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with or that. what like, the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it, there's, there are times where they you even, you fit the role so well, but you in the audition, you make the wrong decisions. Yeah. So like the character, but you think the character motivation is X and it's really Y. Yeah. Uh, My teacher, he he went in for one, one time and he finished the audition and the cast director 
stood up and just stared at him for a minute and goes, it's incredible. You made every wrong decision. Like none of that was right. Just so polar opposite wrong decisions. Yeah. He ended up getting that role. <laughs> he got the role? He got the role, yeah. Really? Yeah. Cause well, because he, he was making decisions. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, yeah. You, it you have to make decisions. decisions. You can't just be like a But nothing. some people don't. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll try and middle the road it. Or right. like, you know, it says he contemplates and people will put their hand on their chin like, hmm, yeah. Hmm, hmm, no, no, I'm contemplating. It's, it's like, no, contemplate. you're an idiot. That's not, be yeah. normal. Be a human and relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really it's, contemplate. Yeah. You don't have to like, you don't have to do all these extra things. Just, just be like when his example is when uh when the rock or name an actor like denzel washington when they walk in the room they're the rock they're denzel washington they're they're they who they are playing like now they're as that character you know what i mean there are some people that chameleon a lot better they oh, fit yeah, into I roles see what you mean. but a bit more but there are a lot yeah. of people a lot of famous actors are just themselves kevin hart is a great example yeah he, he he's constantly those are my dogs those are, those are the producers oh those are the yeah they produce the that's our audience wait I think I might have just stolen that bit. I think that's from something else. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, uh, you know what it's from? It's from I Love You, Mana, which is uh, just a different podcast. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. We love you, I Love You, we're, Mana. We're not stealing Who's your, on that? Um, actually, it's one of, one of your comedians, and I have to look at One of my comedians? Yes, you brought him by one time. Oh, Mike Lester. Mike, yes, Mike Lester. That's oh, they have dog producers? Mike Lester. I'm going to text Mike Lester. Torogan. We should call Mike Lester. <laughs> you want to call him? <laughs> right now? Yeah, let's call him. <laughs> let's see if he'll answer. Do you want to? Yeah. Just tell, let him know we're stealing his bits. Yeah. We're going to let him know. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. I can just do this. Oh, wait. I got to put it on the start, on You want to start a magic podcast? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's you know his thing, that. right? Do you, yeah. you play it? Do I you play, play that game? I do. Tell me about why you play that game. I've been playing that game for a long time. What's, um, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what? That is a question we don't have enough time for. What is that? Magic? It's a uh, trading card game. A trading card game. Excuse me. Um, yeah. It's a trading card game. It's been around for a long time now. I think ninety two. I think maybe maybe. A yeah, old I feel like it was around. Yeah, ninety like four or something like that. Pretty um, young. Yeah. And uh, it's it's you know it's it's just a it's one of the most in depth card games that's existed in my opinion. I think I think I think that's still true because um, it's just so many strategies and like like different different variables you can use. Some guy built. You know what a Turing machine is. A Turing? Yeah, Turing no. machine. It's a type of computer. He built a he built it out of magic cards, like the way the effects work. Yeah. So he he built a computer basically out of magic cards that worked. Oh really? Yeah, it was really interesting. It's a lot. It's, it's also a little boring because it's a li- really thick subject. Your call has through. been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Who? Wait. Mike Lancaster. <laughs> It's <laughs> not available. Ah, that's his total energy. Tell him, please record your Let's message. Let's leave a message. When oh, you yeah. finish God recording, you may hang message. up or press one for more <clears> options. <throat> to leave a callback number. Oh, Lady, <laughs> come on. Hello? Oh, he just texted me. Okay. Oh, hi, Mike. Listen, we're going to leave you a message. You're on our podcast right now. Actually, just your voice. Uh, it says, yo, bro, I'm at work. Can I call you later? I'm going to put, I'm going to text in. No. Yeah, okay. No, so I just sent you no. Um, all right. So if you want to hear this message, you can listen to our podcast at barefootcomedy.com. It'll be there on the feed. And also just go to Barefoot Comedy on iTunes and leave us a rating after you listen to the message. Yeah, we're cold calling people to make sure they rate the podcast. Yeah, so it's okay. just a cold call just to get you to rate the podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in later. Your warranty's expired on your car, by the way. Yeah, by the way. And uh, <laughs> do you need a, do you need phone service? Yeah, <laughs> you want a cruise. <laughs> All right, he's off. Uh, what, is, what do we have here? He put why baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike. I thought he's great. Yeah. Super cool dude. Super, super cool. Uh, Go check out. I love you, man. I've got the chance for your, if you're a magic fan. Yeah. So, um, I used to play this game called, uh, what was it called? <laughs> Not what was the one? Oh, what was it? Like little board game card game? No, it? no. It was a computer game in this. This would have been in 96 and it was like a CD-ROM game mm-hmm. and, uh, it had, uh, all these villages. Was it doom? It wasn't doom. It no, fil- doom, no, no. Doom What's the one with the armies brutal. and stuff and the, and you'd go in the, you'd, oh, and it had oh. like little elves and they'd fight and conquest. No, no, no conquest. No. Um, and, uh, they, they, and you would take over villages and you Rome put total some, war. What? Rome total war. No, no, this is way back. 96, dude. Uh, that's been around a Early. Um, We'd st- I got to call my friend. World of Warcraft. Uh, I- oh, Warcraft. 
You could have been Warcraft. You played early Warcraft, didn't you? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We exactly. played. Uh, I got addicted. Really? That's I loved it. Yeah, it was all yeah. I wanted to do. It was. I mean, they and there was chat rooms then. That's all there was. We AOL did, chat rooms. Uh huh. Yeah, just little chat rooms and people. I remember I got fascinated with chat rooms. I was like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun not knowing who that is. Yeah. And you had to leave your computer on to make sure you got messages yeah. while you're away. Yes. Yeah. And it was always, and, and the messages and the, and it was always like, it always would have eventually or very quickly turned to sex. Oh it, yeah. It was all, yeah. I was, I, when I was a little kid, it was every, every little thing about the internet scared the crap out of my I mom. I bet. She, my mom was terrified. She's like, you're going to talk to men you don't even be talking to. They're, they're way too old. I'm like, and you know, so we weren't allowed to play like Xbox live. And of course I found ways to circumvent that and play Xbox live because oh really I didn't care. I wasn't talking to them. I'd mute them and just play the game. I just wanted to play online. I didn't yeah. care about the, the it's like some dude and wherever. I don't care. And I'm like, I talked to him. I'm like going right. There. Yeah. That was, I have, I have 36 cents to my name at the, right now. And so I'm currently just trying to play halo and not talk to these guys or go travel anywhere. I have no plans. My son got, uh, my son got an Xbox live and I was like, Oh, we could do that live gold or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. I don't mind that. And then I got five hundred dollars worth of charges, and he'd been Whoa. up all night that night. So I think he was buying, it was Fortnite. He's buying skins and different oh, things. He was just buying them one yeah. after the other, and it was five hundred dollars. Yeah, they get away from. And you. I'm like, ah, oh, geez, I had to dispute the whole thing and shut it down. <laughs> and uh, and so I did. He was like, what? And you know, and he goes, somebody must have hacked you. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm going to try this one more time. And then immediately, same thing. He was up all night one night, and then it was a few hundred dollars. I'm like, I can't can't keep doing this so he's never had xbox live since yeah which is a bummer because it's kind of interesting i mean you can do neat stuff you know hang out with your friends on there it was a big issue for uh for for a minute where like if you had your kid like some people put their kids thumbprint on their phone so they could unlock their phone and play games on it and then they would buy things on right. their parents' phones and stuff. And, and the com- the companies are making so much money. They're like, yeah, no problem. We'll oh, just reimburse you. Yeah, no, we're still making do, millions. No, they do not care. They they, they kill it, especially Fortnite. They were, they were doing amazing. Whoa, has Fortnite gone away? Not away. No, it still, feels like it's faded, but my kids are older. It's not as not as like front and center anymore, but it's, it's stuff. It's definitely. Do you I think it's going to inform money. creativity in the coming years because the kids that grew up on Fortnite are just about to start creating TV shows and everything. Do you think it's going to change how we view <laughs> entertainment? Like is, is entertainment going to be different? Is it going to be Fortnite based? I, I mean, I, <laughs> is there going to be dances to everything? Hello. I kind of doubt it, but I just, there's definitely dances. Dance is already a thing that's, that's, that's burned into people's brains. That's not going anywhere, but yeah, it's, I don't know about TV shows and stuff. It, I mean, it's like anything else. This, this TV shows and the, the games you played when you were a kid have definitely, it's definitely informed. You. Like it's, it, you yeah. know, it's the social, whatever we're being looked at by a yeah, couple have, 14 year olds. It makes you nervous. <laughs> like, yeah, they could be, I don't know what their deal is. It could be, they don't have trench coats or anything. No, so we're they're the not super dangerous. Totally they're definitely not armed. We already called dibs on the psychopaths. They're not armed, but they're, uh, we don't know they're definitely strange. We don't know about that. He's got a big jacket on. He does have a big jacket on. We don't know for sure. And we're in Georgia. What? A machete could fit in this. You, you, what could fit in there? A machete could fit in there? Machete. Are you telling me there's a machete in there? <laughs> You were cutting bamboo because you were bored. You were cutting bamboo because you were bored. Yeah, that's funny. I, I, now I'm nervous because I can't like look at you and talk to the mic. I know, so and then he's got his. You got your so back to the machete sure. guy. Yeah, I got to keep an eye on the machete guy in the big jacket machete. with all the writing on his hand. You remember writing <laughs> on your hand? Oh, yeah. dude, he's got sharpie. Yeah, that's your homework. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. That well, that's cool then. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. There's tons of kids I, I grew up with. They would do their whole arms and just yeah. sketch into them or whatever it was. I hear that a lot at the bus stop when I see like really weird tattoos. Be like, what is it? It's my homework, man. Leave me alone. Well, no, now, now all, all the kids that I know that would like draw on their hands all have tattoos like leading right. up towards their arms yeah. and stuff. It's, it's their it's actual homework. Yeah. I was, I was never artistic. <laughs> I was never artistic enough. So I didn't have to worry about that. I'm like, no. Yeah. Don't go through that door. You're about to go through that door. Yeah. It's, it's water. So, okay. Um, it's my big jug of water. So what else do we need to cover? We cover, we didn't even finish nutrition. Oh, we got to go back we, to nutrition. Is there really more? Okay, There's go more ahead. to this. All right, go ahead. So I'm going into now tomorrow. I get to eat actual food or day after tomorrow. Okay. And what are you, what are you planning to, uh, my first meal, yeah, my first cooked meal is what, what you're, you're asking. Do? Yeah. What are you going to do? We could do a big, a big old pork tenderloin or something. No, not meat. No, it just cooked. Uh, veg- vegan. Remember I'm vegan for eight months. Yeah. Boring. It's not boring. That it's is. good. Yeah, That's the other thing too. Here's the thing. When you're eating really good, nutritious foods, you're hungry less. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm a, yeah. I don't eat much food that doesn't, and I'm not starving. I do love, have you ever, you have, have you had smoothie bowl? Smoothie bowl? Yeah. I love smoothie bowls. 
just so good. What is a smoothie bowl? I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. Instead of make, but instead of making a smoothie like just more liquid than it, you just make it more solid than it is liquid. So you put it in a bowl, uh, you top it with like flax seeds and like chia seeds and like oh yeah fruits. yeah yeah okay it's smoothie so ball oh you're so talking good. about smoothie ball yeah acai bowls smoothie bowls yeah thank you I'm just I'm glad you got yeah. yeah no <laughs> no acai I was eating acai back when uh, jujitsu first hit the planet and I was uh, you know hit the U S and I was they were making acai bowls in some of the places you know acai got weird man they came it out weird. I feel like it came out of nowhere and then it was yeah. like this is the greatest thing now every soccer mom's shoving it in their kids ear hole I genuinely don't know what acai like is it a berry is I don't know what it no. is no no what is it you want to know yeah i do are you sure yes can you handle this i think so okay what they do is i lied i'm out <laughs> they take deadly spiders <laughs> from brazil of oh, brazilian mm-hmm. yeah and they grind them up <laughs> yeah right. and they color them what color uh reddish dark red right. <laughs> not purple like i see some of it's the spider blood it colors it <laughs> Spider blood's purple. Spider blood's a purplish. Okay. And then, yeah. And then they dry it. They dry them. They they dry them and grind them. Mm-hmm. And um and they make this uh, mash. And then, and then they add, um, they add uh, liquid hopes and dreams. Right. Of course. Of, as uh, one has. Of sad criminals. Sad criminals. Yeah. Sad uh, criminals. And this is acai. This yeah. Is that the have remorse. Fr- the ones that have remorse. So this there's remorse in it. Sure. This is the super fruit that is acai. The super fruit. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Same stuff. Right. So that liquefies it a little bit, you know, <laughs> like re- rehydrates it. Sure. And then, and then they uh, freeze it into blocks. And that's what that is. That's acai. That's why it's got the weird name. Acai. Because in uh, ancient... Brazilian Portuguese, <laughs> uh, ancient Brazilian Portuguese before Portugal. How deep can you go? Keep going. Ancient Brazilian Portuguese. Um, the word ah, right. Ah mm-hmm. means spider. Just the, word. ah, yeah, because yeah. What about the rest? Ancient, what about sai? Huh? What about sai? Sai, of course, as everybody knows, means sad criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you don't know this. Yeah, you know, it's I'm, I'm I was I was home tots. I don't. Oh right, you went to homeschool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Probably about. still think leeches uh, don't cure the consumption. <laughs> the consumption of you know consumption Just that everybody general, gets. <laughs> general consumption. You know consumption that everybody gets. <laughs> <laughs> leeches cure that. We all know that, but yeah. they didn't teach that in homeschool. No, no yeah, that's technology, buddy. We're the ones. Also, that have- ancient Brazilian <laughs> technology. <laughs> Is, this, is it still technology if it's just an animal you're sticking on somebody else's body? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Is it? I that's the original technology. <laughs> I think that's just an animal you're putting on somebody else's body. Yeah. There used to be, it, there used to be uh, the, ear, the earliest, the first ever sex change operation oh, gosh. was when they took a honey badger no. and they, yeah, there was a man who mm-hmm. had feminine qualities and sure. wanted to be, um, it was a uh, early cave, I'm, I'm cave glad we're person. Getting in on it was that. like early sapiens. So it was like after Dorian man or um, uh, D- Denisovian man. And after, uh, you know, Neanderthal post all that so right after actually like a few years after the last Neanderthal was gone. Sneezed there was, there was, uh, <laughs> there was, there were these cave, uh, cave men. They, uh, called, they didn't like to be called cave men because they were, they were, of course they identified as, yeah, uh, cave ladies. I'm but glad that we're we're getting on a transgender subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early case, transgender. Pretty much nobody's we gonna listen yeah, to this. This podcast. is the last uh our last bastion of uh nope. mean shit we can do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so it's just a cave I don't want to say caveman because it's like a dirty word for them because they didn't want to be these particular guys identified as cave women. Sure. And so they didn't know what to do because they didn't have surgery then or mm-hmm. anesthetic or uh or language. So they would just take a honey badger and they would put it on the genitalia of the of the feminine caveman and it would gnaw away the I'm, genitalia I'm like until there was then a f- remember what you just said you're like yeah. what was the crap cave I person making up? they like cave person cave person so the cave person would then uh have to they would strap with uh they'd use a leather thong uh, not thong like you th- 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 thong thong, but like a, a leather strap, and they would tie the honey badger to the genitalia of the uh-huh. uh, to the pelvis area of the um, uh, of the cave person, and then the, the honey badger, of course, would just that's what they're known for. It would gnaw away the the uh, that's what genitalia. they're known for. That's why they're called mm-hmm. honey badgers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 
Yep. So they would just chew that right away. And then, and then, uh, and then of course, when the screaming would stop and the person would pass out from the pain, that was about the right time that that then of course the gente was gone and they could, um, and then from that they would heal, you know, they just put, uh, mud and leaves on there. Bleed out in eight minutes. Um, yeah. Well in the cases where they didn't, then they would be cave women. See, that's what they wanted. So they were willing to give their lives. That's why they're pioneers and very brave. So brave. So, So Anyway, I don't know if you know all this. Again, you're homeschooled, so you don't know all history. These are things you need to learn. Any other groups we want to insult before we get out here? <laughs> we can insult deaf people. That's not going to get around. <laughs> don't worry. They'll never hear about it. Somebody audio gonna, podcast. Somebody's going to write down all this and be like, make sure they get it to them. Be like, you'll never guess what the they hate. said. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think it's hateful. We're being very no, inclusive. We're not serious, yeah. Heck yeah. We're not serious. I'm serious. I, you don't know about the first trip. Look, dude, like I said, if you don't know history, that's fine. But <laughs> I'm going to educate you. I'm not going right. to let you walk around not knowing. Do you mind if I Google that real quick? Well, that's another little thing you don't know about. What? Uh how they used to Google before computers. <laughs> you know what they did? No, go no, ahead. You don't? No. See, this is, you know what? We'll save it for the next podcast. Yeah, that's what we'll do. You want to? Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Yeah. Well, we're, what are we going to save for the next podcast? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. So, um, <laughs> DeLoreans are next. Uh, <laughs> no, they are. Next episode is DeLoreans. <laughs> and then, uh, our apologies to Elon Musk. We weren't able to get to him. He's been waiting by the phone. Uh, thank you. So he's our phone in guest. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, we and appreciate Mike him Lester. calling though. That apologies was... to Mike Lester for having a day job. <laughs> <laughs> Being a and, nerd. Uh, yeah. And, uh, what else? Anything else you got coming up? August Williams at um, actually, Instagram. August yeah. Williams? August C Williams is my Instagram. August but, um, right. uh, uh, if you can, there's a, there's a Facebook page, just an Instagram page, uh, the crosses of Lorraine. It's a film I have coming up pretty soon. We're, we're shooting. It's been a lot, a lot of fun to shoot. It's a world war two film. Um, wow. yeah, it's been, t- we're shooting it on film. It's been so much fun. Wow. Yeah, it's been a great, great time. Where is it? Where are you going? To, when does it come out? Um, it, I think we'll have a rough cut by May. Um, are you editing it? I'm not editing. Oh, it, it, like I you said, said, we like you're involved. Well, I'm I'm acting in it. And yeah, but I, you're not involved in post production. No, I'm not. Okay, so don't say we <laughs> at all. I'm not. Well, no, I'm part no, of the production. No. Very presumptuous. Okay, my bad. You might be fired before it's over. You're right. Yeah, they're gonna edit me out. I'm only playing. <laughs> you may not even be editing. One of the main guys. In it. You're using we extremely loosely. <laughs> it's more like the royal we. You know, just like to be included. But it's been a lot of fun. The crosses of Lorraine. Definitely, please go check it out. Um, it's it. We're, we're hoping to premiere it somewhere, uh, in town, uh, in Savannah. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know about that. See what's going on. With oh, that. cool. But, yeah. Well, it's, it's been a blast. It's been so much. Yeah. Fun. I love period stuff like that. Where you're, yeah. It's my first military film, like World War II film. And I love World War II films cause I'd watched them a lot with my dad. Yeah. And this one is, is done correctly in the sense that they're using the, the war as a backdrop and telling their own story based off some like kernels of truth where it's like, these are real, real people that kind of yeah. existed. And there's, this is part of a real story mm-hmm. kind of way. Epic. Uh, it's like Saving Private Ryan. Archetypes. Where Saving Private Ryan, that whole story was yeah. false. Like they, oh. There was no Private Ryan. What? Like, yeah. And Are the, you but, kidding? <laughs> I put my entire belief system on this. Yeah, I know you did. But I do like <sighs> I do like the, the slippers you're wearing. It's great. It sucks. Yeah. But they look good though. So there's no, there's no real Private Ryan? Well, probably was. Don't cry. Yes. <laughs> you're a big kid. There might have been. <laughs> Uh, maybe there was a private Ryan, but he just wasn't heroic. <laughs> He's a coward. He's cleaning the oh, latrines and then he got <laughs> accidentally shot by a <laughs> friendly fire. <laughs> no, but they use, they use the wars as a backdrop for a story they wanted okay. to tell you, Sorry. which is great. Just great. In my opinion, it's a great way to do it because you don't upset any historians because like you can still have, you know, these over the top epic things. Yeah. Like the Leonardo DiCaprio one with the hunter guy. Revenant. Yeah. People got a little up in arms about that. I wasn't exactly Whatever. And, and honestly, Man. but it, but it's, it, you it's there, the same you thing. Don't know. It's the same thing for films as it is for comedy. It's like, you don't go to a comedy show with a bunch of like issues. You, yeah. can't, you can't go in there and be like easily insulted. Cause you're just going to be insulted. The you entire know how many time Vietnam vets it takes to screw in a light bulb? How many? You don't know, man. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Have you, uh, do you know how many how many uh, Germans it takes to screen a light bulb? Huh. Only one. We are extremely efficient and not funny. <laughs> There's no punchline. <laughs> That's most of my act. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's a great time. It's, it's been awesome. a lot of fun to shoot these guys. They're really, really talented. I'm, I'm so we're going to find it at August C. Williams. You'll have it all posted up on the Instagram. Cross, yeah, I'll have it posted up on there. Cross the brain. 
Barefootcomedy.com. That's where the feed is. Go to iTunes. Uh, We are on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. You can rate us. Just rate us. Thank you to FormyCard.com. Thank you to Old old Savannah Tours uh, for their sponsorship and their help. And Huckapoos. They have not... uh, They have not... I don't think listen to this, but uh, <laughs> because they're very busy, you got to go to Huckapoo's. If you ever come to Savannah, go to Huckapoo's Bites and Booze. It is the spot. It's a jungle bar on so an good. island, island jungle bar. It is the greatest. Uh, August C. Williams was raised there in a bar <laughs> on a jungle island. I was born. He was born on the patio. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, Were you there the other night? Did no. you go late? Mac and I were there. Your brother? No. What was going on? They had a bull. They had a oh, mechanical I bull. I did see Dude, that. Piper, yeah. my daughter, wrote it. I didn't have time to go. I had to go. I, I didn't have time to. <sighs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There's only, there's a fight once a year. We don't, we never know when it's going to be, but once a year there's a little fight and we all get in there and try to break it up and, uh, um, otherwise it's a very safe place to be all the time. Yeah. Super fun. So go to Huckapoo's Bites and Booze, get yourself a, uh, you know, uh, pizza. Southbound Brewery, uh, you brew, uh, pizza. Get or, you a pie pie. Yeah. Get pizza you a pie pie. Pie pie. Pie pie is one of those words. Oh, cause pizza means pie. Yeah. yeah. But pot pie. Pot pie. Have you had a pot pie? I love pot pie. I love pot pie. So good. Okay, we'll talk, that's that's what we're talking about next time. Pot pie. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening pie. to the podcast. <laughs> and as always, uh, August C. Williams. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Great time. I love you. Is there anything else we need to discuss before we hang out? Well, I did want to talk about the uh, uh, sociology of humans in general, just like everything. Okay, let's get let's yeah. get started then. We'll just do that right now. Yeah. We'll right now. Okay, here we go. Uh, when did it all start? <laughs> 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 all right, listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Paramount Comedy Podcast. Wait, it's supposed to be like that. Wait, oh, that was a weird out. Ha, ha, ha.